load up. Bum, 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 bum. Stoked. Stoked for this. All right. All right. We're Just off. Waiting for Instagram. We're off into the world with Lucas Siebert. Dude, did this drive bring you back to West Virginia or what? Getting out here is like crazy. It was, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't even say West Virginia. West Virginia, I most, mostly stayed on campus. Mm. It was kind of ridiculous, like, driving here. Yeah. I was a little surprised. I almost ran over a chicken. <laughs> you never know what you might hit here, dude. Dude, I, there was chickens and ducks together, a couple cows. Nice. Much larger than I anticipated. Have you ever seen a cow super up close? Apparently not. No. I, this I was passed like... them, and I was like, holy shit. Dude, cows get cows massive, dude. Cows now. big. Think of people who like ride bulls and fight bulls. Yeah. Like, dude, an angry, even bigger version of that. People like, fight dude. bulls. Oh yeah, dude. It doesn't make sense. Like, why would you? <laughs> Did Luke you... Rockhold fight a bull? Fight? Did he? Like fist fight? How do you go about that, dude? I, if... I think he had it in like a chokehold or something. Why would Luke oh, Rockhold yeah, ever do that? Yeah, also, why know. are my headphones coming from like downtown? I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> like all the way at the other end of the table. But, ah, whatever. We'll rock this. We'll rock this cord in my face. It's fine. Yeah, I think we got the wrong one. Yeah, but it's it's out. It's you know, it's just all part of the game. So what's up, dude? What's Not good? Much. I like much. the one headphone. What's going on? Uh, I get overwhelmed with the voice. I like to have the. I I'm I'm kind of podcast experience at this point. He's got this figured out, dude. Yeah. How many have you done at this point? Not how many, but like. Which ones? Which you done ishes? I know for sure. Relentless. I did ishes yours? Uh, I did one in Ohio, like very early in my career. Nice. Um, that was probably the first one I did in person. Um, I've done a lot. Uh, a couple like online, like my first two I did with you were online. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even remember that that we start. Yeah, I remember the first Zoom one. Your phone like overheated and died or something. Yeah, and, and then there was another. Yeah, I remember that. And then there was another one where I was. I, it might have been that one. I was supposed to do it from Immortals parking lot. Yeah, and then there was like the yeah, the, there was like a shooting or something. Yes, and it like lagged out. Dude, that was, like was so crazy. On. What in the? You've had a you've had a run. That yeah. the, what's crazy is that feels like it's so long ago. But that was like what a year and a half ago. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, about a year and a half ago yeah. would have been summer of. 22 dude things go fast in lucas siebert world yeah <laughs> dude i'm not i'm not going to get into too many good like fighty topics yet because we're still kind of show before the show it's not even five yet but i did want to ask because i don't know exactly where you grew up in columbus were you like in columbus proper or was it like i was actually um, city i i was suburb. like I, I was in a suburb yeah uh but like so columbus is an outer belt it's designed way better than pittsburgh um <laughs> As far as whoa, shots fine. As far as the, uh, I think people from Pittsburgh would agree with me on 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 this. <laughs> it's it's an outer belt. Like yeah, I yeah. was like inside the outer belt, but a part of the suburb surrounding it. Okay, of Westerville. Got you. Okay, so that makes sense. A little outside, but still a full fledged Columbus boy, Ohio yeah, State Columbus boy. Yep, still yeah, big Ohio State fan. I just I don't have time to watch it. So I was gonna say, I like, to, bro. I used to, dude, growing up. Loved Ohio State. My room was Ohio State. Cared so much about football, but I just don't have time to care about it. I haven't watched an NFL game this year at all. 
this was by far the least interested I've ever been in a Steelers season. And I still, you know, I watch every game. I care. But usually I'm like diehard Steelers, man. This year was like... I I don't watch football so much now that I remember driving back. I was driving. I teach in Monroeville. Mm -hmm. Driving back, live in Bellevue. Right? First exit past the Steelers Stadium. It was a Thursday. And I was like, why is traffic so bad? I'm Mm. pissed. And then I realized the Steelers are playing. I was like, why would they be playing in the middle of the week? This makes no sense. (laughs) Um, And then I realized Thursday night football is a thing. Thursday night football exists. It seems like. Not to interrupt, but it's five o'clock. Oh, it's officially oh. five o'clock Getting now, ladies and gentlemen. Two four seven live now. We are all over the place, dude. Instagram, two four seven live, Facebook, we're YouTube. We got it kind of covered. Being able to stream live. Should I keep everything up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep everything up. Being able to be live on Instagram now has been a game changer for us, for sure. Yeah, I bet you get a lot of viewers on yeah. Instagram. I bet you Instagram get we get more than any other. I would platform. imagine. Do yeah. you have like access to the two four seven? Like you know how many people are on it? Yeah. Time? Okay. Yeah, we can we can check into that. You want to know them numbers? No. Uh, the best numbers. So, who do you yeah. think have been the best numbers so far of a podcast? <laughs> Justin Carley. Uh, that one's up there, but it's not the best. Oh. It's actually top five, but not top three. Best numbers of Eddie. Eddie's is three. I don't know. Two was Chris Williams is for what I almost said that, but I think you know he he's like spread so far, so that makes yeah, sense. dude. And that was like a four hour podcast, dude. I didn't even realize it was that long until afterwards. I was like, why are so many people loving this one? It was we just got drunk and talked. It was, yeah, it dude, was that great. was stupid long. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was so I didn't realize. Like I said, I just we like brought a bottle of whiskey and chilled and just let the mic go yeah. and apparently that worked but the number one was isaac oh yeah, yeah that, that doesn't surprise me. but if we could run it back i did one i've done like Cherico and adam milstead and like john anik i had on an early one on zoom like if we could run those back in the studio now like as it's running more people are aware of the podcast now and stuff i think i did those too soon but we can run them back yeah, I'm sure you could. You definitely get Cherico on. Oh yeah, dude. Have you met? You've met Cherico? Not in person. Okay. Uh, he came to sparring once and like watched me. I've like interesting. Uh, he he's messaged me before and stuff. He nice. seems like a really cool guy. I know he he's fairly close with Mike. Um, but yeah. I've never had like the opportunity to meet him a, lot, a ton. Yeah, he's a total OG in the scene, man. He was so good. His his run up, he had a similar ability to be hated as somebody else in this room right now. Danny. <laughs> yeah, dude, people hate Danny Palm. I know. You wouldn't even believe the smack that people talk on Danny Palm. Ish, ish on Instagram. What up? What up, ish? Comment in your. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Ish is the man. But Cherico, for real, he had this. Uh, Ryan calls it auto hate, where like the second you see him, you just hate him. And when he would walk out, he had these goofy plastic, like flip up glasses. A cutoff, like, yeah, real cutoff shirt, dude. His whole persona, and then he would go in and win first round. Every Love time. it. Like, yeah. And then take that the makes mic people hate you more. Yeah. The more you win, the more people hate you. Dude, so I'm jumping right into the hate because when you started your career, there was like a rumbling of hate because even before your first amateur fight, you were more vocal than most. You were like it, blatantly expressing your dreams, like you said go undefeated as an AMI, like turn pro, eventually fight for the UFC. Like that was known from the beginning that that was the path that you wanted to take. So even from the beginning, I feel like people were like, who does this guy think he is? But now 5-0 and AMI, 
you hold our AMI 145 belt, which obviously is vacated when you go pro, but you won that. Now you're going pro. Like everything you said you were going to do is happening. Are you more hated now? Do you feel like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely more hated than I was when I before I debuted. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think it depends kind of who you ask. I, I think before I fought Cam, I was that was probably a peak. Peak hate. Peak hate. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, ah, oh. I think I had a lot of people rooting against me that might see me every day or, you know, secretly probably wanted me to lose. That's And then I went out and uh did exactly what I said I was gonna do from when I got here. And I think that that kind of pisses people off. I think more than anything, when you say exactly what you're gonna do and then do it step by step when people disagree with you, mm -hmm. that's that's where it gets that's where most. hate hate comes from. But that's also where, you know, when I'm you know, in the UFC or something, I'm gonna be selling tickets because people maybe people hate me. Dude, what is it about the process for you? Do you find that that genuinely helps you execute your plans to to say them, to put it out there? Do you believe in manifestation and things like that? Huge on huge on manifestation, huge on affirmations, um, visualization, stuff like that. I think uh, just in general, like. You become more familiar with your environment if you think about it, um, talk about it, mm -hmm. um, become familiar, you know, with it. Um, and I think that's a big, I think that's something you, it's a skill, just like anything that you have to, you know, do. It's a skill and it takes time. Um, I think I got good at it because I was so bad at it. Oh, like I was just like in high school, I was like the kid that just like, you know, I've said this on, I said this on Ish's podcast, like, I just shit the bed. Anything that was, like, worth, like, you know, I was a two-time state alternate because I lost my go-to state match. Mm. Um, Actually, three times because I lost in the semis and then Conzi semis and then lost in the Conzi semis again. Um, I would just shit the bed if, like, a, something big would happen. So I think I just kind of forced myself to, you know, get big on visualizing and uh and i also like i got a degree in sports psychology which I, in all honesty you know they say degrees are supposed to help you with your career i think my, my mine work, worked out pretty, pretty relevant well. one, yeah. yeah for sure dude what does the process look like for you on fight day in terms of visualization and things like that because i've heard like john jones gsp guys that will literally like visualize the fight start to finish do you do that uh i do that like now uh, mm -hmm. I do that like three weeks out. Um, I like to like, um, I haven't picked out my walkout song, but like even stuff like that. Right. Um, one thing I think is huge is you pick something um, that is gonna easily happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So I pick making weight. I pick the exact weight I'm going to be on the scale. All right. I'm going to weigh in. I'm fighting this fight at, I have to weigh in at 136. I'm going to weigh in at 135.6. Right. Then when you see that happen, it gives you like you it affirms you. You're like, all right, all right, I got this. Right. Just how I was envisioning in my mind. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna drink this. I know I'm gonna have this. Um, and then using all your senses, right? What am I gonna Definitely. taste, hear, touch, smell? I chew the same piece of gum. Um, but you have to be careful with it where it's not like a superstition. Um, but fight day, I just hang out with my friends and 
kick it. Like I'm just driving around, uh, listening to music. Like I don't like care. Um, yeah. Especially now, like I fight later in the day. I got to get to the venue like what five, mm-hmm. right? So like, well, I'm not gonna worry about it all day. You'd be I, tired before you even get in there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, it's just a fight. It's 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, what's interesting and like, yeah, that's funny you said 15 minutes because it is 15 minutes now. Yeah. Four, six, or nine. But yeah, the uh, your very first AMI debut. I know, like the commentator said it, we said it. You didn't look like a debut in term and i'm not even talking about skill wise in there not not in that realm either but i'm talking specifically your comfort level and how how has that grown for you because like i said you already looked super comfortable from the jump what has changed since then where you you had to be a little nervous right yeah i was nervous yeah (laughs) obviously i'm nervous right you you know you have negative thoughts but you match your negative thoughts to positive thoughts um but I think, you know, I, I don't know why I was so comfortable. I think the matchup definitely helped. Like, I think if I had somebody that was, like, I was, like, super scared to fight or, like, super nervous, like, you know, I might not have had that same aura. I probably would have, but I don't, you know, I, I don't know. Just because, like, you know, debuting, it's a big deal. Amy debut. Uh, I think the more I fight, the more comfortable I become with it, which is, I mean, that makes more sense. But yeah. I, I remember my Amy debut. My I didn't have corners. It was my brother and uh, my best friend, Cam Jenkins. And they were both so nervous. <laughs> and I was like, bro, shut up. They're like, like more they, nervous yeah, than you. Uh, Cam couldn't find gloves. Because um, uh, okay. whatever. Like just rubber gloves. The rubber mean? gloves yeah, you yeah. need. And we were supposed to bring them or whatever. Cam couldn't find him. He was like, bro, what if they don't let me like, like walk out? I was like, shut up. <laughs> I'm literally like my walkout song, I think was yeah. like about to play. He was walk at, like in the cage. I was like, dog, I'm about to fight. <laughs> don't they'll, do this. Right they'll now. figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Like I was calming them down. Cause like, they that's awesome. so I think that was like, I think I almost like had to be calm for them. So it like helped me. <laughs> nice. Um, take your mind off it a little yeah. bit yeah and then i i don't know i just feel comfortable comfortable with it yeah there's a there's an inherent comfort with combat with you that is interesting to me because it's a situation that is like uncomfortable by nature grappling's uncomfortable getting hit in the face is uncomfortable but for you doesn't seem super uncomfortable like when you because i know you said growing up you were always a scrappy kid like even in wrestling you would be like scrap super scrappy were you ever uncomfortable with physical conflict? Like, did you have to teach yourself that? Or was that always part of you? I think that that's just a part of you. I, I like, and I don't think it, I think it, I naturally had it. I, I don't think it's like something that you have. Like, I think it can be taught like as a fighter. Like, I don't think you like have to be super comfortable with it. But I yeah. think I just like naturally, I was getting in fights when I was a kid. Like, I was just how it was. I mm-hmm. know. I'm not proud of it, but I mean, it worked out. <laughs> but a lot of work. yeah, I was going to say the experience seems to be paying off. We got a hashtag team Bronco comment, dude. We got Bronco Busick fans jack in the pod. Look at that. Nice, dude. Bronco Busick. Um, That's a good fight. Miami debut. That's a the last fight. time. Oh, yeah. He I, fought for two for seven. Yeah, he fought for two for seven. It was 12. Miami debut. Nice. Yep. And now Bronco's at Stout a good bit, it looks like. Have you seen him there? Yeah, yeah. He comes on uh, Saturdays sometimes. So, you know, nice. big big team sparring. He trains with uh, Fermont a little bit every once in a while. Sick. 
Farmon, an animal, from what I understand. Ridiculous. So like adding him to that room. He's uh he's a he's a great like dude just to have around, mm-hmm. but he's man, he's funny. He's funny. I think like I don't know. He has like that. I mean, you you've probably seen it online, like DC Khabib. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like their relationship. Yeah. Like he has that. Definitely with me, but like with almost anybody in the gym. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know. <laughs> and he's just like absurdly jacked. Oh yeah. I've seen pictures of that, dude. I'm just like one... I tell him he needs to stop posting online. His, his he needs to wear a shirt all the time. For sure. It's hard to get fights when you look like that. Dude. I mean, I look like that, but I just piss people off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just as jacked as yeah. from yeah. on for sure. Yeah. From what I've seen at least. Yeah, we're about the same size. <laughs> yeah, for my, the fact that he can make 155 doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, it hasn't been proven. Not to my, <laughs> not to my. Actually, dude, he's one of those people. Like, if you put him on a scale, you'd be like, "Really? You're way yeah, yeah. lighter than I thought." Yeah. Like, he looks like he weighs 200 pounds. He does not. Dude, Gray Maynard was like that for sure. Whenever we had him at Sprawl in the Berkeley, he, he showed up and his match with Isaac was at 165, and I was worried. I'm wow. Like, I'm like, dude, Gray is heavy because he showed up. He was looking ox, dude. Stepped on the scale like 165.8. I was like, wow. Like, how's that possible? What Isaac weigh? Probably like 55. Oh, uh, no. Well, he, was, he was 60. 65. I think he pushed yeah, I guess 65. Even. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Some people just hold their weight different. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people, like, if you hold your weight in your torso, you know, it's like, I don't know. You can hold your weight in all, all types of places. For sure. But that room, dude, like, from on having Bronco there getting work in, having J Ram in there all the time now. I've heard nothing but good things about literally all this new blood. Dude. Luke Martin. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <It's wild. laughs> yeah. So, how has just stout? Because it's funny you're talking about Bit B12, and I forgot that you weren't stout at that time. Like, you're talking about your corners, and I was like, oh, that's right. You had like, you weren't with Mike and Will yet. Were yeah. you for 14, your second fight? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the switch those, happened in between. I, I, I moved to stout. Four days after uh, my debut. Oh, wow. Was that already in the works or was yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't sure which gym I was going to go to. Okay. Um, And then I went to Stout. Actually, I met Mike after I fought. Mm. Um, Taylor Charlo, yeah. who I'm very close with, introduced me to Mike and was like, hey, this is your coach. Um, You know, I was feeling myself a little bit. Don't remember too much <laughs> of the conversation. Uh, and uh, I remember just like talking to Mike. I was like, oh, he seems cool. Like, I don't know see justin Patton on top of the cage i was like oh there's a lot going on right now you know like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah it was yeah. fun uh that was a great night yeah it was cool and then uh i was looking at gyms and uh you know i was moving here for my ex-girlfriend at the time and uh i i was like i was between going to factory and stout yeah okay um and there's Taylor, not a wrong choice there. yeah the yeah taylor uh <laughs> I think I think stout was kind of what I what I needed and it worked out. I went in um and it was like like couldn't have been better. Like I went in I was I went in with my buddy Ryan Sullivan. I walk in there. Warren, Mike and Will are all there. It's like that doesn't really happen at the gym too often. Like mm-hmm. them all being in the right. same spot and uh like I got a private with Will basically with Ryan Sullivan who wrestles at Clarion now. And uh, he was just like, you know, he basically just made me feel like an idiot, which made me like, what? Yeah, what? I'm missing I thought some I was stuff. good. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, right. uh, you know, I just got got hooked from there. That's sick. That's a that's a great way to do it. 
We got a comment from Jared Billy. He said he's got a really advanced mindset for a pro debut with only five amateur fights. I know it's too early to say, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him in one of the big leagues someday. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, yes. I mean, that's always been the goal. But now that you're actually on that path, have you been – do you kind of shift your goal as it goes? Do you adjust it, or has the path kind of just been exactly the same from the jump? Uh, I think six months at a time. Mm. So um, I – like I set my goals – for like a year but like i really don't i don't think too far ahead that's one thing i think i'm i as far as like goal setting and stuff like that i excel at not thinking too far ahead like if i'm sitting there trying to think about you know winning a ufc championship yeah. when i have zero professional fights i i'm gonna be so overwhelmed one my skill set's not good enough to do it right now like mm -hmm. like i it just sounds like terrifying um yeah, yeah but if i'm like all right i gotta go beat jake zach that's you know not as terrifying <laughs> well Man, six months at a time did, did you get to see jake zach's latest fan cast interview uh how new <laughs> no was, you saw it because oh, yeah, you posted yeah, it on your yeah, story yeah, today. Yeah. dude full disclosure ryan's favorite term of mine i love jake zach too i think jake zach is hilarious like i think jake zach is legitimately a hilarious guy and that clip first off after his win at bit b16 with luke payson in the meadows is one of the best things ever yeah it's one of the best things ever but your clip today the one that i wanted to bring up that you posted on the story and he's talking about he's worked with guys that have worked with you and you're like we're talking about practice so i just want to open the floor for you to like expand upon that thought well i mean first like somebody said that before don't remember that I, i've heard or, rumblings I, yeah well he heard rumblings that people <laughs> were you know i you know I, I can do this to lucas i can do that to lucas it's gonna be an easy fight you're gonna win and we get in there and it just doesn't go that way um i think that it's gonna be very similar and also jake zach trains in ohio i haven't trained with anybody in ohio other than one person who's like my best friend in to like a year and a half two years so if he's going off of that guy yeah good luck what do you watch a lot of film like do you watch zach's fight with hogaback take anything from that or his pro debut against Ferdaz or anything uh i have a secret weapon Ooh. in um mm -hmm. co coach will moral who <laughs> it's not such a secret yeah he yeah i mean yeah i got film Nice. I know his game. Nice. Inside and out. Okay. So this is interesting to me because it was, you were AMI Newcomer of the Year. Mm -hmm. Now you're AMI of the Year this year. Uh-huh. Is Pro of the Year one of your goals? Um, Sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, why not? It's, it has to be. I'm, I'm on the first. I'm on the first card. Yeah, I mean, if I fight as many times as I want this year, um, I'll probably win it, yeah it's uh it's growing Pretty close like there's a lot of good yeah, pros dude um but i think like one thing is like some of them might be out you know mm. like uh like you know i hope goss isn't at 247 yeah December. we, we um, don't want that either yeah, yeah um Patton. i don't i know he's on that like that year-long contract i don't know how many times he's gonna fight right yeah um i don't i don't know you know who else the pro Brit, you know. perhaps. Brit, yeah. yeah, we'll see. 
it's Bronco or Mateo, like either one of them could potentially. Mateo, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a it's an interesting watching it grow is what's fun for me because it's like you're obviously making your pro debut, but there's a lot of guys on that cusp as well. So like whereas a year ago the pro pool was like three guys. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like six or seven. That's why I was like confused. Like obviously yeah. I know two, four, seven. I know the insides yeah, yeah. and outs, but I'm just like, I don't know who's who else is yeah, that, yeah. Like, you know i i think there's going to be a couple guys that debut on the april card mm -hmm. um but then i'm one fight ahead you know so right yeah you got that head could start. probably win it so what it, you you say you think in six month increments is does it start january 1st or like uh it? yeah yeah okay. basically like it it's you know that's like a good time to write stuff down sure um yeah usually january um as far as like the first half is just like i i, I would like to have two fights mm -hmm. um two mma fights in the first six months you know by july but we'll see nice um how it goes what i get offered um and then you know the the latter half we'll we'll see we'll kind of play it by ear from there how the first half went solid so we were talking i don't remember if it was on the show before the show or before we even started recording but i forgot that your most recent fight was cam like it felt like you did something in between and that's probably because of stout fights and you were signed up for the Muay Thai card as well. But. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, since I fought cam, I did the stout fights, uh, then I grappled Gavin and then I went to the world. That's what it was. It was definitely Gavin that I was thinking of. Yeah. Dude, how could I forget about Dude, that? Dude, I wish that, <laughs> I, you know, I was oh thinking about it. I wish I would have just fought. Oh, I wish you guys could have fought too. I dude. wish it would have just it's we would have just fight. fought on that card. You guys wanted to fight anyway. Like yeah, we should clearly we should have <laughs> just gone at it. That that taught us a lot, man. That match was we needed that. I, yeah, like security was never something that we. I mean, of course we care about. I don't security know, and never had an incident. But no like, offense, I don't know how you guys didn't think that was gonna happen. I just didn't think it was gonna happen to that level. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like I would. I don't. We heard was like, you're gonna stab him. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, stuff like that comes up. Like I know I wasn't thinking that, but like I knew it was gonna be rowdy. I, yeah, that like no, like between me and Gavin, like I didn't know all the stuff on the outside was gonna happen. I didn't know that that group was gonna behave like children. Um, but like between me and Gavin, oh, yeah. like I mean, we're gonna get a little pushy and shovey. I oh, knew yeah. that for sure. I didn't mind. Um, like even that was fine. Yeah. I told AJ, like, dude. Like, this one be ready yeah yeah <laughs> for sure um yeah i think the you know it was it it was fun it yeah. was a fun night like definitely a memorable thing learning experience it was a blast it was a cool thing yeah you know that uh that ignited some hate for you but also a lot of love ryan commented like you're more hated now but also more loved which is awesome so do you feel both sides of it yes do you also feel the love i feel yeah i definitely yeah, feel yeah. both sides and i think you know I don't know. I think I just like I'm me. Mm -hmm. I'm not faking it. <laughs> I might elevate it a little bit, but like I just I, if you hate me, yeah, that's on you, dog. Like I, Fair. I'm sorry. I think that's the way you to know do what it, I mean. Dude. Like I, I, I <laughs> at the beginning, like when it started out, I, I it did bother me that mm -hmm. I got so much hate because I was like, damn, I'm like not a bad guy. <laughs> um, but then I realized like a lot of it like a lot of hate just like mostly comes from like insecurity or whatever um and uh you know i'm, I'm past it at this point i just I, I could give a shit yeah yeah dude i'm just thinking about 
I forget how the conversation went, but like we were talking, like maybe I was like seeing if you wanted to fight for us in February, like the very early stages. And you said something about how you were going to be like a baby face for your pro debut. Oh yeah, and like you weren't going <laughs> to. Dude, be I was serious anymore. too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what, man? Because sometimes I'll have times where I'm just like, damn, I feel like everybody hates me. Chill. I'll chill out. I'll, I'll sit. I'll sit back. Two days later. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Literally. Two days later, I I added Jake Zach and I said, "What did I say?" I don't even remember what it was. It was but funny. You, you blatantly called. I him guarantee out it was funny. Way. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, I said I'll knock that lisp out of your mouth or that's something. What that's was. what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why good. I love that matchup because both of you are hilarious and dangerous. And well, I'm funny. Um, strategically, he's funny to laugh at and that that's a different there's a different aspect there i don't think he's intentionally see I, I think he i is. think he's a little quirky yeah well, little, he is quirky but i i also think it's intentional maybe personally it might not be i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i don't know i think he's like i don't know he seems i think he's a lot smarter than people think he is that's my read on jake zach all right. I, I might be wrong. I'm not Will Morrill, all right? I'm not a secret weapon yeah. like Will, but that's I what I get. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe smarter. Fight-wise, fight though, Jake, I want to talk about the fight specifically. Yeah, yeah. What do you see from Uh He's dangerous. Um, He's dangerous. Yeah. I don't know Um, in terms of his skill set how much of it is like him just like being reckless and like that's why he's dangerous or he is like calculated right and i think it's the same thing where you're talking about his personality <laughs> right like right. i think he's just dumb um <laughs> and you think it's intentional so his fighting ability is the exact same is he just dumb or is it like intentional and it doesn't matter that's the cool thing about mma is like if it, it works really doesn't cares, matter yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's fair, dude. That's fair. I love the matchup personally, especially for like a pro debut. Yeah. He's had, only had one fight. Like it's a good time yeah, as I think well. Yeah, it's a great matchup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm stoked for that. February 24th. Ladies and gentlemen, tickets at 247fighting.com. Got to plug that. Dude, I'm going to throw it out there live on the podcast. Your ticket sales for this card are much, they're better than usual. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Well, What's going um, on? well, I'm making my pro debut. So that's one thing people are like, you know, well, my family, a lot of it's my family um, is coming up from North Carolina, which is like, I'm so grateful. Oh, wow. For that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that everybody kind of jumped on board. Like, oh, shit. He's actually he was good. right. <laughs> right. I feel like that's come. That's coming from all different types of places. Like yeah, this. Yeah. He, he was he was right. <laughs> what? Um, but hilarious. yeah, so my family's coming. Um, um, I'm looking, you know. I'm, I think I'm going to sell more tickets. I teach at the Stout Monroeville location, teach at the Strip location, um, and I'm I'm expecting my Stout crew to to pull through and buy some tickets. Um, nice. You know, from me, I think uh, a lot of people got a little confused. They, I think the people were waiting for me to be like, "Hey, I got tickets," mm. you know. Um, but you know, as we announce um, that the fights are coming up and stuff at the gym, like more people buy tickets, figuring it out. Yeah, and like people wait last minute, like, oh, what am I doing next people, weekend? Oh, Lucas fights. Let's go to that. People also wait forever, which obviously we hate, but also I understand because so many things happen in MMA. Yeah. Like until you know that fight's happening, you don't want to buy the ticket. Yeah, I would think honestly, like if I was just buying a ticket, 
I would probably wait. Yeah. Right. As a as somebody that's like been around the industry, I'll sure. probably like yeah, wait it out. Which I get. But don't do that. But don't do that. <laughs> you should buy a ticket right now. Don't do what we say, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're dummies. But yeah, dude, that's that's sick. It's cool to see you grow your brand and like do the things you've said. And that translates to ticket sales because I think the business side of the fight game is always crappy for fighters to dig into. I get and I get it. Like I see it from both sides, obviously. But like that is important. And to see yeah. you taking it more seriously is definitely awesome. Well, I like well, one thing is like I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh so like I had to build a fan base. I spent a year and a half building a fan base. Um you know, and I think that's something that like, you know, maybe people who are born here don't necessarily have to do. Um Maybe I should just say I was born. I was. I'm you from, should. I was born East in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You got yeah. a pirate's hat on. So how much? Yeah, I was Pittsburgh born in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know all the players. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I I think uh, yeah, it took me a long time to kind of build a fan base. People hated me. Then I beat up Cam. You know, a couple more people like me. You know, I beat up Jake Zach, and then more people like me. Just keep going like that. <laughs> Ryan just commented. Can we just erase this part of the podcast? Or <laughs> wait to buy tickets, guys. I I totally would wait. That's a good plug. That's a great plug, dude. Also, Cowboy Eddie just joined the pods. That's a good That's good my chance. Boy. For I like I like Eddie. I, I want like Eddie a lot. I definitely wanted to talk about that because he's not a guy who trains at Stout on Saturdays. But nope. it, I've noticed like you two seem to like each other, and there's a mutual respect there. Like, yeah. where did that come from? Uh, I started to like eddie uh when he walked out in a cowboy hat at uh the meadows i think i was i could have been standing right next to you he was the first fight wasn't he yeah it was yeah he walked 16. out in a cowboy hat and i was like who the fuck does this dude think he is <laughs> and then i was like you know what i like it because that's who i was and people were like yeah are you gonna why the fuck would i hate somebody who's trying to be themselves Dude. you know what i mean and and the thing uh, that i like about eddie is that it really is just eddie like that's who he is you know what i mean like and uh the more i meet him the more i know him uh find out about him the more i like him i think he's yep. a good guy um genuine like genuinely think he's a good guy i think he like you know puts on for his people i think he like respects his people li- uplifts his friends um very loyal to his gym um he's a good guy and uh he also pisses people off and i think it's hilarious i'm a big fan of cowboy eddie yeah he said locked in that's a bad man right there yeah yeah Yeah. me me and eddie me and eddie are cool we went on a podcast uh i saw that athletic aesthetic yeah with with trey trey yeah it's a sweet podcast dude they do a yeah it was cool it felt very professional i felt like i was on a tv show (laughs) that's yeah they do have like a tv studio look sick that is crazy. Sick. Where is that? Like, where's the studio? Somewhere. It's in Pittsburgh. No idea. Oh, actually, it's in Cranberry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You fancy. Live there. That's fancy. Oh, yeah, you did when you first moved here, right? Yep. Do you? Where do you live now? Around. Just wherever. Yeah. Wherever you can be. I am Pittsburgh. I live he, in Pittsburgh. He was born here. so yeah. I was born here. I live like, you know where the city is? Yeah. Around there. Yeah. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you mean. Around there. That's awesome. No, I live in Bellevue. <laughs> okay m dog millionaire chimed in at lucas fox says hi oh dude have you seen their dog <laughs> yeah he's yeah. so cute dude, he's so fluffy adorable. too yeah and he's like the most well-behaved what gentleman. is he 
She handsome. What what is Fox? I think that M dog. I think that's the answer. Okay. Couldn't, Sweet. Couldn't spell that if you. Neither can I. That's ridiculous. I'm lucky to say it. Shiba Inu. Yeah, I think that's it. Hopefully, she'll comment and confirm. I think that's what he is. He's adorable. He looks like a fox. Like that's Dude, a great he's, name. He's so yeah. well behaved. I don't think he knows how to bark, which is sick. That's awesome. A yeah, dog it's like the best. Bark. The best case scenario when you have a dog. <laughs> My dog's got the anti version of that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe to he took Fox's bark box. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Stole it from Fox. Can't have it back. Actually, please take it back. <laughs> Dude, M Dog's a legend. And Britt, I wanted to say when you were talking about Vermont, like you need to put some, like, don't post pictures shirtless anymore. We had somebody with Britt the other day. Well, we're obviously trying to match Britt. I'll say it on the podcast because it's not a secret. But like, we sent them brit and they turned it down they said no she looks scary it wasn't no she looks scary she looks like a beast i think is what they said and that was the reason i'm like like you're turning it down because she looks like people. a beast i don't get people i i just don't get being in fighting and like i understand you know if it's a debut i guess i get it right like sure. what a uh, we don't want to put her like in you. like with yeah, well, I mean, yeah, pro debut. Like when you go pro, around. you should be ready to are fight. You beasts. Any, you should be ready <laughs> yeah. to fight people. Yeah, you're fighting people that are professional fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the amateurs, man. Like I think a lot of people turn down a lot of fights. Crazy. And one one thing, uh, when Ryan was talking about me that he mentioned that made me happy was he was that I accept fights. Like yeah. I, and I was like, thank you, because <laughs> I feel like I don't give credit for that at all. Um, like I've accepted everybody that's been offered to me for the most, I, I believe. And if not, it, it was like, I got offered two people and I chose the easier one because I'm not right. Right. A Jake Zach. Mm. I mean, idiot. My bad. Mm. Mm. He went there. Synonymous. <laughs> Fox is a Husky golden mix, by the way, before myself. we lose. I just spilled on myself he, after I had insulted him. He's got a drinking problem. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Husky golden mix. No, that makes sense. That would look like a Shiba Inu kind of. Yeah, I, I see it. golden. That makes I sense. I see it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I was going to, dude, I had something off that. Now I totally forget because of that. But looking like a beast, Brit. I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to have to move on. I'll think dog. of it eventually. Dog. dog. Straight dog. Straight dog. I wanted to talk about you guys' trip to New Jersey. New, New Jersey, Jersey, New York, you know, both of them. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. So that is like for me. And Philly on the way back. Oh, dude, wait. I remember what I was going to say. Let's talk about New Jersey in a second because this is more relevant. If you taking hard fights, I think if you ask people, like including educated people locally, local MMA, like if you were to polled who was going to win you versus Cam, I think you were the underdog. For That's sure. ridiculous. Like, I, I, I don't understand that did. at all. Um, okay. Uh, how was he going to beat me? I, he was going to take I me mean, down. I mean, that's what people would have that's, said. That's, yeah, he did. He got a takedown mm-hmm. for five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. And then I abused him. It was, I got to say, like, I thought it was like a 50-50 fight. I wasn't sure. Cam's really good, dude. I was in, Cam's good. Yeah. I, I, Cam is a good fighter, and more than anything, I like Cam as a person. Mm-hmm. So, Cam, if Cam's you're listening, funny, dude. please turn this off. <laughs> There's no way. Like, I could fight Cam any hour of any day and beat him i think that was the perfect style matchup i don't think like i don't know i think that's i i was insulted a little bit that it didn't make sense to me that people were very but i get it yeah i I think people just hate me and we're like ah 
he's fighting somebody good. He's going to lose. I think it opened a lot of eyes, man, because I knew you could wrestle, obviously. And I knew you could grapple, but I didn't realize it was on that level for MMA yet. I didn't it really a lot better grapple or wrestle that like that. Much. But when you did, it was like definitive of who was better. You know? Oh, what I yeah. Mean? Yeah. I w okay. Here's here was my confidence level going into camp. If we did any combat sport, I would beat him. Mm. That's what I thought. All right, if I can beat you at every combat sport, let's put it all together. I'm gonna win. Mm -hmm. Um, that was my my thought process when I when I accepted the fight with Cam. Um, but hey, he had people telling him he was gonna win, so I'm sure he was confident. Yeah, I'm happy. Cowboy Eddie's confident in you. He said, "I got to bounce, but I'm gonna leave on this note. I don't know the Bozo Lucas is fighting, but we're gonna have a one and O pro and a new belt in the club on February 24th." <laughs> <laughs> Bags. How how stoked are you for Cowboys fight? You're not really gonna. I'm be able pissed to watch that it's it. right yeah. before mine, dude. Yeah. I think did I comment on? I was like, I, so, I was yeah. like, dude, I you need to stop I... booking good fights. I, <laughs> I want to watch this. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. I think uh, I think that'll be. I think it'll be a very good fight. Mm -hmm. But I think it comes down to, um, you know, who's got that dog. And I think I here's another thing. I think people underestimate people that talk. People are like, oh, he talks like he must not like have it in him. Yeah, like you know what I like mean? you're psyching yourself up because you're yeah. insecure. Yeah. May yeah, maybe that's what they think. Yeah. Or maybe like I'm just right. <laughs> or maybe Cowboy's just right. Maybe yeah. maybe you're confident for a reason. Yeah. Um, but hey, whatever. Well, here's the thing, and like it's a good tie-in for to get back to that New Jersey, New York trip, but like mm -hmm. you get good roles you get good experience with really good people if you didn't have it you would know right now you would have you would be getting your ass beat regularly and like wow i'm really not good you know what i yeah. mean yeah 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 i think there's that um for sure right i train with great people at my gym mm -hmm. um like yeah i i think confidence comes from preparation right um like I wouldn't be confident if I was getting my ass kicked all the time. Sure. Um, but also like I do think there's an aspect of like game day. I think there's gamers. And I think like Cowboy Eddie is one of them. I think I am one of them. I think there's a lot of people that are just gamers, right? I posted that Alan Iverson thing talking about practice. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I be there's people that said that they did what to me at practice, right? When we're going 70% wearing big gloves, this, that, and the other. Like, all right, we'll, we'll put us in a cage and like we'll see. Because yeah. it's a different, it's a different thing, right? When you're both kind of scared, you're both kind of insecure, you're both like, you know, whose aura is bigger. I think mm. that's a big thing too. It's just like, you know, once you you can kind of sense somebody, right? You're about to get in a fist fight with somebody in a cage. And uh I don't know. I think that I think that's an aspect of it that people don't really take into account. Yeah. And I think it's like when I look at my career or like when I have times of self-doubt where I'm like, hey, like, I don't know. Am I ready to go pro? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I've proven it. I've done it time and time again. Right. I was I fought the number one dude in Pennsylvania and won decisively. Like I beat a one of the best grapplers in Pennsylvania history, one of the best wrestlers, at least. And, you know, I like I you have to look at, you know, what have you have you actually done it? Right. Because you can have like this like fake self-doubt, but like if it's proven, it's different. Right. 
for sure. And I think a cool thing that Stout encourages, I think I, I think Mike and Will talked about on Listen to Your Coaches, kind of their plan for how to take a fighter pro, like their kind of system. And it's smart. After the camp fight we talked about, you competed at Stout Fights, you competed at Sprawl in the Berg, you competed at Worlds, you had a Muay Thai fight lined up that unfortunately fell through. Yeah. But like getting those looks in pure grappling, pure stand-up, Muay Thai, whatever it might be, like that seems extremely valuable to me. So was yeah. that fully intentional or was that just like, I need to do something, stay active? It was intentional and uh and it was yeah it was mostly stay active yeah. uh i wanted to we, specifically that would have been like the opposite right uh or like if we went back that would have been like the opposite um i would have probably done like muay thai more mm. um mm -hmm. and then i ended up just not like i got hurt um and i don't know the grappling matches were we're good, but they were challenging. They were all challenging matches. It was like, all right, this makes sense. All right, you're going to go up against a purple belt uh, leg locker who's going to pull guard. Um, Lucas, what are you worst at? That. Um, <laughs> well, let's figure it out, yeah, right? That's yeah. a hole in your game. Let's figure it out now. Nice. Right? I passed that test. All right? You're going to go up against a, a strong wrestler um, in what's going to feel like a professional fight. It's like, I don't think you could mimic something more, you know, than that. And, you know, I passed that test and then, um, all right, let's go compete against the best people in the world. Um, and you know, I, I did, I did fairly well. I don't think I, I grappled with my ability. I was battling a couple, uh, things at the time. And, um, you know, I, I also just made a mistake and I learned my lesson and I think I said it on Payson's podcast, but I lost and didn't go on my professional record. So that's sick. So, you know, that's a learning lesson and we yeah. did it correctly. Yeah, for sure. But I do think like, I don't want to undersell the run you did have at Worlds is pretty good, dude. Pretty solid. Yeah. We're on a roll. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did fairly well. Um, I think another, I think I like my jujitsu is better than people think. I think my pure jujitsu um is is pretty solid um stout's a jujitsu gym been there for a year and a half coaches mike wilkins like mm -hmm. i've really good jujitsu too i i don't know i think uh maybe i should just shut up because i i everybody should just underestimate me <laughs> and i suck at everything people are gonna hate you no matter what you say so just just keep yeah talking. i guess that's just true. keep talking yeah but no dude one thing i think is super interesting is like when you were coming into mma made your ami debut which thankfully we were a part of so like we've been a part of this story from the start like coming from d1 wrestling at wvu the thought of course is like oh he's gonna fight like a wrestler he's gonna fight he's gonna wrestle but it's gonna be a fight but i feel like if you watch your fights you obviously you can wrestle but you're not going to be like this dude's a pure wrestler. you know what i mean like it doesn't look like old school johnny hendrix blanket yeah. you know what i mean yeah uh that wasn't my wrestling style yeah um i would shoot from the outside i would you know win matches on like i i was good on, in high school like on top but like in college i took down everybody i wrestled I, literally everybody i wrestled like in the country um now i got my ass kicked a lot <laughs> got my ass kicked <laughs> and i was not a great college wrestler yeah, yeah but like i was like I, I i could get takedowns i was fast um i had i had like attributes that were good um and wouldn't necessarily translate to mma 
um but i i use them to my advantage mm-hmm. um you know and i always felt like you know when i wrestled i would like get off the mat like in my head especially once i started training them and i was like i'd I beat his ass <laughs> like if we fought like i would win so, is that just confidence or was is there something about no that's shit yeah i guess arrogance yeah, just yeah, yeah. like sure. yeah for sure um i don't know why i just always had that thought yeah yeah hey, that seems fine i'm dude bobby murder in the chat too good morning from thailand mm. dang bobby murder out in thailand after I'm traveling the world after another win he's his pro career is off to a hot yeah. start dude yeah you and him were kind of on a similar track in terms of time yeah he's like stuff, he's probably yeah. like like nine months ahead of me. i yeah. mean he i he won the belt for well he i guess it wasn't your guys's belt but he won a belt and then yeah. went pro and then yep yeah yeah super similar and he's a he's a guy like we we talk about it as a team like it's no secret we always are like who who in the current at locals landscape could make it to the ufc like who do we see as like that level and like you and him have always been in that discussion yeah. both of you for sure so yeah, yeah it's not surprising to see him doing good things and a soon-to-be common opponent with jake zach yeah which is yeah. interesting you guys are like tied yeah it's like i might have i might have talked to bobby about it a little bit nice that's awesome dude. i like bobby maybe. bobby's a cool guy maybe maybe yeah. super talented dude and bobby's story is crazy yeah he's got a good story it doesn't sure it sounds fake like when you listen to it, it you're does, like, dude, yeah. that's a movie bro that's not anybody's yeah. actual life but yeah. sure not like a francis and type thing it, yeah honestly it does remind you that he said my guy lucas can't wait to see him make his pro debut yeah nice dude yeah bobby's cool dude i'm excited to see him fight again dude i, I wanted to watch his last fight and then it wasn't on fight pass i know what was up with that I don't know. We were all literally, we were all we messaging were all each to other. Like, trying to figure yeah, out how to watch. How do you watch Bobby's fight? Yeah, everybody was doing that. Yeah. And Brandy was up there with him. So I, I texted Brandy. I'm like, dude, yeah. how can I watch it? And he was with me like two days before he left. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And I knew he was going up there. I, I actually, hindsight, probably should text him and asked, but yeah. he wouldn't have known. Yeah. No, he so literally no said, answer. he said a guy just came into, it was like, 30 minutes before the show is going to start. He's like, a guy just came into the locker room and told us it wasn't being well, I just don't get like, that just seems like a loss of income. For sure. Right? Yeah, I don't. I, Especially when you have an American fight on your car. I don't understand it, dude. I really don't get that. It was very stupid. Everything's already said. I don't know. You'd have to ask Fight Pass about it, I guess, to get the strategy. It's not like. I think there's a lot of promotions that do that, that are a Fight Pass affiliates. I know Fury used to play theirs on YouTube and facebook because i have a couple boys uh, uh from houston to fight out in fury yeah um and it i think they do it on OnlyFans now yeah yeah so maybe what was the promotion bob bob Moore called unified yeah yeah and you get on OnlyFans, man they they need to so i kind of get it in that sense whenever the structure is to show like five prelim fights for free and then kick over to fight pass for like the main card as it were yeah because you got more viewers on the free stream obviously so it's like yeah let's uh let's get them to fight pass like we can talk about hey the rest of the cards on fight pass yeah i get that too but But whenever nothing is streamed at the beginning it's it's like you just miss it yeah that's that's exactly what i was thinking he said no wait is that real 
Bobby Murder said, my fight is on OnlyFans. They put all the prelims there. Wait, really? What? Bro. Bobby Murder. Hey, you heard it Bobby, here first. Bobby, it's what? Two weeks late? Thanks, dude. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Bobby Murder got an OnlyFans. I think it. I, th <laughs> I think it's on OnlyFans late. Like, I don't think it was streamed on OnlyFans. Yeah, that's weird, I don't know. Dude. I don't know. That's um, weird. I, yeah, I don't get it. But that promotion looked dope. The venue looks yeah, really looks sick. sick. Yeah, it looked sick. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the venue... Dude, I can't wait. I'm so stoked. I want to see it. So stoked. You guys got videos out Yeah, we'll show you guys some pictures and stuff. But yeah, dude, that's uh, that's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Total game changer. It's good. So what, do you know when you're... Probably what? like late July, August. All right. That kind of time frame. Yeah, I can do that. But we're going to have like April at the Meadows is confirmed already. So we're going to be in Washington. So you're going to do Meadows and then next fight will be at the venue? No, we'll do one in between somewhere else. To be to be determined in like June. Might jump on that guy. We'll see. Are you guys doing the boxing stuff? Stuff like that. We're gonna. Think you know. About it. You know. Grappling. We're always thinking. Grappling, boxing, Muay Thai. Comedy shows. Comedy shows. You wanna open? Yeah, I'll open. Dude, that, open. that was let me, great. Let, let that me introduce great. people. Yeah, for sure, dude. You and Hoot Lee both texted me after I posted that clip. I'm like, I want to open that comedy show. Dude. <laughs> like, let's go. Dude, yeah. Lucas, Hoot, and then Shane Gillis. Yeah, I, yeah. It seems that seems like a very reasonable, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. I can see us doing that, dude. You know what we talked about on that podcast? That's going to be super fun too. Is like a live awards show. Yeah, that'll be sick. Yeah. Um, you're gonna need security because there's a couple <laughs> people in Pittsburgh I shouldn't be in the same room with. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, or just in general, like I think there's like there's a lot of people that just like might butt heads a little bit. I might need security. Well, it is going to be like an invite thing. Like if you're okay. nominated and your teams, like you guys are there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like if yeah. If you can't get nominated, you're not gonna just be there. Okay, yeah. Maybe you will. I don't know. Yeah, the Ryan's people, the people I don't like won't get nominated. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Martin's here now. Yeah, let's dog. go, dog. Bobby Murder said, "Put me on the April card. Let's get it there, dude. Shaping up. April's shaping up already. Sick, dude. I want to talk about Luke Martin for a second because he just got a fight announced too. Yeah. How good's this, dude? Very. I've heard." I've heard division, good things. Division two national champion. That's pretty good. That's like as good as you could do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know the whole nation. Yeah. Yeah. Beat, not bad. Beat them all. Not bad. All of them. Yeah. He's uh, I, I've known Luke uh, since I was 18. We we were together at WVU. Uh, and Josh Ramirez is on that team as yeah. well. Um, you guys are like the island of misfit toys there, dude. It's great. Dude, you don't even know. Last chance you. Last yeah. chance you. Well, Tony Welsh was there too, right? Tony Welsh was there. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah, That's there's nuts. a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that are on that team that that were on that team that just went in different directions. All and dogs, though. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, we all ended up together. I might have recruited a little bit, but here we are. Somebody's got to do it, right? Let's go. Somebody's got to do it. Bobby Murder said, "How was Lucas's experience training in New Jersey and Henzo's? It was great." Uh, Henzo's particularly, um, I think, is a, was a cool experience because like Stout's a Henzo affiliated gym, um, meaning like that's the main academy. That's like w w where we come from. Uh, Warren got his black belt from Henzo, yeah. uh, so it's a big deal. And they treated like they treated Warren very well. Like they introduced him. Like Warren Stout brought his guys. Thank you so much. Um, and then, uh, you know, we went to a couple other places, Nick Catones, 
uh, mm. is, a, is a place that really sticks out in my mind as like one of the coolest gyms I've ever been to. Yeah. Facilities were insane. So cool. Sparring in a cage is big. I uh, love that experience. Uh, I trained with Frankie Edgar, um, you know, uh, and then we went to Marquez on the way back. We were in a room with nine UFC fighters, including Sean Brady. Um, you know, I, and I've been to Marquez a couple times um, now, and that's a cool experience, you know, and that's you know, the things you get with being a part of a program like 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 Stout, right? Yeah, with the Henzo yeah. Gracie affiliation, um, it, it's like, hey, my name's Lucas, and I fight. I I like we're all on the same team. You know what I mean? So like sick. I'm I'm Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm Pittsburgh. You. They're like, yeah, oh, right. okay, yeah, yeah, and and you know, that's a cool, that's a cool thing, cool way to look at it. Yeah, man. Warren is uh, kind of a big deal. Turns out, yeah, it's kind of awesome. Yeah, Warren is kind <laughs> of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sick. Yeah, I'm glad you kind of framed it that way. That is a benefit of being with Stout for sure for you guys. Yeah, like these opportunities and even the seminars you guys get, <laughs> like stuff like that. It's definitely a yeah a networking. Cool, networking yeah. something that uh. People don't think about man, like you. People are just like, all right, like you're gonna be a fighter. What does it take? Well, in the early 2000s, you just had to beat people up. Mm -hmm. Now it's like you got to network, you got to post social media, you got to do this, that, and the other. Um, the networking part, I don't need to do that much of um, because of my team. Yeah, and where we are in Pittsburgh is very well respected. Even like, I mean, you look at guys like, like, uh, like. That come out of Matt Factory, like Isaac's networking's amazing too, right? Like they, yeah. yeah. So uh, Pittsburgh's a very well respected area, and I think we're gonna, you know, have a lot of, a lot of big fighters coming out of Pittsburgh in the next, next five years. It's I would on say the come up. Dude. I think it's a huge, yeah, huge on the come up. Well, we definitely share that vision, and we're excited to be play a play a role in that for sure. But as you were mentioning, like fighters need to do more than fight things like that i got a good uh, fan question for you okay this one comes from somebody you might know he goes by the name of goat james goat mr james. goat james padmore perhaps you've heard of him four now you know just another undefeated fighter yeah dog he said this is the entertainment business sean o'malley has colorful hair izzy has anime connor has his billionaire persona chael sonnen had his shit talk it was like he was painting a picture and he was picasso my question is, does Lucas have a gimmick yet? Uh, I don't need one. Whatever my gimmick is, it's working for me. <laughs> the, the gimmick is... My gimmick yeah. is confidence, I guess. I don't know. Yep. Being me. That's a good way to put it. I would say that's what people would know you as. Yeah. Like a little... The cocky kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny, get get his uh, Amy... Amy Fighter of the Year clip ready to show for people watching the stream because I this will help frame it. The very the very first clip in this video, you know. have a a very specific like post match or post fight high i would say like you 
a lot some dudes do some dudes don't but like chase boyd has one that's very like energetic like he freaks out when he wins dude he's hilarious chase boyd's chase one of the funniest chase boyd cracks me dude up. he's one of the funniest <laughs> people i've ever met he's so funny <laughs> he should open the comments he's so good me. yeah no, dude, chase <laughs> chase so, definitely his should. facebook oh my God. yeah uh but yours is very like i told you so is what i would call it yeah and, like that first clip was like you saying overrated into the dude camera. you know what's funny is i've when that when i saw that i was like bro i did that i remember but like i'd never seen it so i was like yo that's so funny yeah, yeah. um y'all gotta send me that clip that's dope. yeah we got you we got you drew flincham in the chat too what up drew he said hunter giving us the content we need with lucas siebert yeah dude always honored to bring this content to the people let's go do you remember did you fight on car with drew flincham he's from a greencastle pa so like a little south center kind of close to or uh yeah Greencastle. he's where kind of where i grew up actually it's kind of interesting with a tca he had um brett pastore his teammate at the time fought jake Schilling on a card no who did he fight drew flincham fought drew landefeld it was a drew versus drew match oh a drew <laughs> affair i don't remember that yeah. uh went in december it was uh no it was a while ago i think that was bit b13 off the top of my head no, i'm not sure that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Drew's a great dude. And he's just, uh, he's like about to make his return too. So yeah, I saw it. Was, he was announced today, right? Uh, No, no, he's not fighting in February. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Okay. We, uh, Noah Gaudiello versus Joey Klein was the, okay. Yeah. Dude, there's so many people I can't keep up with. Oh, anymore. dude. And it's every day. Like, I don't know. We talk it. about it all the time. Like, it's genuinely hard to keep up with. It's, if you're not involved, like, I get confused. Yeah. Like, I feel that way with the UFC now. Because yeah. I don't really follow the UFC like I used to at all. Same. And when I watch a card, I'm like, I don't follow. <laughs> I don't follow the UFC as much as I used to. Like the big cards, like yeah, the people yeah. I care about. Right. But man, it's just like I don't got enough time in the day. There's not enough time in the day to keep up with them. Like it's crazy to me now that I ever could. But it was my job at one point, so I guess there's that. But, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, sometimes I'll be watching a card and I'll be like, "Who is that?" And they'll be like making his fifth fight in the ufc now and i'm like what this dude's been around for five fights yeah 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 dude danny palm found the clip before our podcast which was fun on the last time how many times have you done a podcast in studio with us just uh i guess with miguel so two okay it was the one without miguel like just yeah in october okay and you we were talking about the bantamweight title picture for the ufc yeah and, and what Danny called Danny, Danny give him the no Danny Palm called it to a T and you were like I don't know about that what what he said <laughs> yeah, yeah was, play that it was right after <laughs> O'Malley beat Yawn and I was like we were talking about it and you were like yeah like we'll fight Aljo I don't see him beating Aljo and then I was like well what if he beats Aljo and then fights Cheeto for the belt and you were <laughs> like ah, I don't know about that that's not it like he was the first one to say that's not a good matchup for him. <laughs> yeah i You're like that's an option but i don't see it i didn't i i didn't see aljo being a good matchup for o'malley but man his striking is just you know it's a different level i mean if you can't get taken down you're pretty hard to fight like and it, it's hard facts. to take o'malley down um so yeah and i think i think he i think he's gonna beat cheeto i think sure. so easily. yeah i think he's gonna beat cheeto i think the best and i don't even know I I think he I think he's a better version of Sanhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know. I think 
I think he's gonna go. I think he's gonna uh, beat Cheeto and go up to forty-five. Nice, dude. O'Malley's knockout power. That's a that's an equalizer when you can just do that at it's thirty-five. His speed, yeah, timing and speed. Yeah. yeah, it's his it's his speed and like you're right, his timing. It's not necessarily like it's like calm. power. Yeah, he's not gonna <laughs> out bench. Yeah, right. somebody clearly. Like, yeah, look at yeah. Him. yeah, dude. Ethan Goss comment as well. Called Lucas's amateur debut two years ago. I'm excited to call his pro debut in a few weeks. Oh, really? Ethan's Ethan gonna be on, on the mic. Yeah, again. dude. I like Ethan a lot. Ethan's yeah. a super cool dude. Um, got to train with him a little bit. That's stout. Like, yeah, he came in. I think it was the week before his before he fought. Um, the dude with the dreads. Yeah, solo yeah. Hatley. For the fifty-five title, that was interesting. Yeah, what a what, what a, a situation that was, dude. Ethan gives us a heart attack every fight week. Like he gets cut before every fight. Yeah, I um, maybe shouldn't have said that out loud for his future opponents. But hey, whatever. Wear headgear. Like, yeah, when you're close, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ethan, I don't even know if they make headgear where he's from. Like <clears throat> the cut in his last fight looked nasty. <laughs> didn't they break his? Didn't he break his cup? Yes, dude. I didn't watch it. Yeah, like there's also he had like a cut on his head. It looked it looked so much worse than it actually was. I think, but like from where I was sitting, like yeah, it was bleeding. Like, I was crazy. like, they're gonna stop the fight from his yeah. cut. Like nut shot, cut on the head. And he had a rough one, dude. Still Di- one, though. Yeah, I think Diamond Cups actually sent him a free cup. Yeah, I saw that. They did. That's cool. <laughs> like, that's good marketing right there. Yeah, like, hey, I might hit mine with a hammer after my fight. <laughs> Just get, get a, a free cup. Oh my god. It's like, wait, Jake. Oh, no. They're like, why does this keep happening? Yeah. 247. It's wild. I don't know, man. Shins, just... are, shins are tough around Pittsburgh. I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesse Acton's just cup checking everybody backstage with a sledgehammer. <laughs> like, how it is cool, man. Like saying Ethan called your amateur debut. And then obviously we've had bouts in between. But what's it like having that consistency of a promotion, too? Because I would imagine if you're constantly bouncing around, you have to get used to new people, new processes, new this. But like, It's super comfortable, right? Like, yeah. I'm making my professional debut, and how much different is it other than the amount of time and the rule set than what I've done before? I'm the co-main event. was the co-main event last time I fought. Um, so there's a sense of comfort to it, which is cool, right? And I'm big on visualizing. So um, I can visualize it pretty well um it's not in one of you guys's old venues that i fought in before but like you know i know what the scenery is going to be like mm-hmm. i know what the colors are going to be like you know what i mean like it's just it's familiar new cage right not the one i planted my flag in so it's a different one um but you know it, it there's a sense of familiarity when it with it yeah have you you haven't been in the new cage at all because now that i think nah. that, yeah the sprawl was also the it's cage. it's on, it's like a canvas too, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. the canvas part of it. Dude, it's super nice. Bobby Murder said that new cage is going to be a game changer. Yeah, dude, for sure. For sure. The feedback we got from the first event yeah, when we used it was like, yeah, yeah, please keep using that. So we're going to, every way we can, that's going to be like the cage for all events unless we absolutely can't. Yeah, you can at the Meadows, can you? We're even working. We're trying to figure that out even. Yeah. But yeah, as of now, we don't have an answer for that because it's so small, but. We're trying. We're mm. trying, guys. I promise. I hear you that you like the big cage. Trust me. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the big yeah, cage. Yeah, yeah. Just more realistic, right? It's like when you fight, and I know it's a little bit smaller. Wait, is it the same size as like the UFC's like regular UFC small cage? Like the Apex? I think it's even a foot or two smaller than that. Okay. Well, it, if I, you know, in high school, you don't play football on a 80 foot or an 80 yard, 80 yard field, field yeah. right? So like... I think it, it it's more realistic. For sure. 
And if you want to get to that next level, like that's what you're going to need to see. Yeah. And I think like that December card, Bibby 19 that we just had with the big cage, like those were phenomenal fights. Like you could see it. You could see the direct effect Dude, of like having Cam more space. Kizzing or like, no, that was that, in Ohio. Uh, that was in Ohio. Dick. But that was big cage too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was your debut of the yeah, big cage. Yeah. Dick. That was sick. A front kick to the face. Dude, Big son. Cam has been around Immortal forever and doesn't have an Instagram. And like, I know. it's detrimental to his fighting career, in For my sure. opinion. Um, and he's so good and just kicked that guy right in his face. Unbelievable. And he good. fell down. Unbelievably good. But to your point, I also agree. It's detrimental that he doesn't have an Instagram, but maybe it's good because people aren't scared to take fights with him. Yeah. Until this, Maybe they don't get to yeah, see they don't it. see the you video of him mean? front yeah. kicking somebody's <laughs> exactly. chin off. Exactly. That was so cool. He is insanely talented, dude. Like, yeah. Super I knew talented. about it. And he's got like yeah. the build for heavyweight. Cause like you there's some heavyweights Bro. that are like super short and chubby and it's Bro. like not the best. I'm like not a tiny guy, but when Cam and Raiden were facing off and I was between them. I'm like, like, damn. I'm like, this is a different species of human that I'm standing between right now. They actually made Hunter look short. Dude, they were both like legit six seven. Is there sixty? <laughs> is there any heavyweights in Pittsburgh other than uh Flannery? It's a great question. Off the top of my head. Pippins. Oh yeah, J Pip. Cody oh, Gamble. J Pip. J Pip's big. Cody yeah. Gamble. Yeah, yeah. Gamble's massive. Gamble's big. He's yeah, a big. Just boy. nobody that tall. Like those. That's that's yeah. like in my head. I asked that question, like thinking like the size yeah. of Cam. Steve Mowry obviously left, but he would have been a perfect example. Huge dude. He warmed up next to me when I was uh, about to grab uh, Gavin. Oh yeah, crap! I forgot he. And he's just stretching. He took up the whole mat, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." And I'm not gonna like back down right so i'm right. just like dancing around him. Getting I'm like, around you gotta him. move dude. Like, dude. uh but he's he seemed like super cool dude yeah oh yeah. he's he's the best steve mowry is one of my he's he grappled he's the man he grappled jarek fry yeah did he grapple in the stout card no 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 yeah he did yeah he, he, did. Grappled, yeah, he logan. grappled logan yeah That's, i wasn't sure if it was him i didn't yep. want to say it but yeah. yeah yeah that was him yeah that was sick just crazy which is just crazy. i have a picture with uh mowry too and he did the podcast and i look like a child i'm like dude i'm six three you made me look yeah so small <laughs> yeah you like your presence on instagram doesn't make you look as tall or big as you, you are <laughs> everybody and says every, that. you meet you and you're like oh he's what six two and yeah then, yeah yeah how guy. does that happen like i don't i don't mm -hmm. know i don't get it i look small on instagram apparently that's good i should be a fighter then people be like wow he's like five eight i'll fight yeah. this guy for yeah. sure <laughs> I don't think fighting's in my future, unfortunately. Yeah, I there's, think you're gonna what you do. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna just stay right here. Stay stay in my lane. Home. So, dude, I want to talk about the I know like you you said earlier, you don't think too far ahead, but there is some level of planning with a six year or six year, six month plan. Mm -hmm. It's like you got Jake Zach February twenty fourth, obviously. What do you feel is like the next step? Just vaguely. Uh I mean, I'd like to fight before July. Right, so if it's six months, I said in January, I'd like to fight. I, I'd like that two fights before July, preferably. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I think that'd be nice. That'd be ideal. It'd be yeah. two and zero. Oh. Um, you know, two to three fights this year. Um, that is ideal. Aside from that, you know, um, not anything, not, not anything big. I would like to go to Worlds again. Yeah, you that like back. that experience. Yeah, it was cool. Going, I've been traveling a lot, which is mm -hmm. sick because, like, you know, like traveling, 
yeah like like i i don't know just like not i i like traveling a lot and like it's just wild to me that like i've been to las vegas and new york in less than two months like time and like three years ago if you told me that i'd be like what why as recently yeah. as three years ago yeah that's crazy like like that's just crazy to me like you know like my family didn't travel a lot mm -hmm. um so like little experiences like that are super cool and i'm just super grateful to be able to do stuff like that so i think that's a big thing yeah how often do you step back and tell yourself that because i find every day really yeah. nice dude what's uh, that look like for mike's you? mike's been really big on this at like attitude of gratitude thing and i he brought it up and uh one thing mike doesn't know is like he'll subtly say something even as a joke and like i'm i'm like all right i gotta i gotta figure out how to work that into my uh my life and uh you know just being grateful which is something that i i have uh but it's a skill just like anything else um, and you have to do it time after time and, um, figure it out. And he, he referenced Penn state's wrestling program, it, it, attitude of gratitude. I'm grateful to, you know, be able to practice. I'm grateful to do that. You know, when you're plagued with like an injury buck or something like that, like you really just want to get in the gym, right. right? So when you are in the gym, you're finally there. You're super grateful to be able to, uh, do it. So I think, uh, uh, one, like just being able to practice, I'm grateful for, but like looking at my life um dude i'm living literally my dream right it's from what i wanted to do when i was a kid and it's happened like it's happened fast um but also like at a good pace um that i'm i'm ready for it right and i don't want to rush anything i think that's one thing i'm i'm pretty good at is just like like i could have gone pro uh right after i fought cam mm-hmm but I was like, I'm gonna, you know, take some time, learn the, you know, pro rule set. Um, when I could have just jumped in and kind of like not adapted to mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, so um, but I don't know, definitely just super grateful for everything. Like people like Warren, um, people like Mike, Will, you know, people, that, all my teammates. For sure, dude. There's something super interesting in there for me when it's like knowing that was a you said that was like a dream of yours when you were a kid right yeah but then you weren't the best high school wrestler you weren't the best college wrestler how and you mentioned that like you would shit the bed whenever when things got real like when you had to show up you would just flounder so like now to be here where that dream is like actually starting to material you can see the real results of it what kept you on board throughout those times of being like well clearly i'm not bo nickel at wrestling you know what yeah. i mean uh i i posted something the other day um and my friend an old roommate killian cardinal had had mentioned it and it, it's how long are you willing to go without seeing results mm. and i i posted that and i said yeah i went 23 years yeah um i the thing i am the worst at in life is quitting i can't quit <laughs> i will not quit at anything i did i it detrimental to me at some points um I, there is uh so many times I've, i probably should have quit college wrestling right i was had not good grades wasn't the best wrestler like especially my freshman year dude like i was fifth string fourth string i don't mm -hmm. know um however many people there were i was 
the bottom. Um, and like, I just something, something like it, it, I guess it's my biggest skill set is just like I, I see a light at the end of the tunnel and I just go, yeah, until it I get to the light. Um, so I think the longer I stay in anything, the more success I'm gonna have. Um, and like I, I've like, that's that's one thing I've proven you know, time and time again is like my wrestling career. I didn't, you know, win a national championship, all American, you know, do any of the, the huge things. But like when I was on the team, my freshman year was like, I, I honestly didn't have those goals. Mm. It was graduate on the wrestling team. And I accomplished that. And that, that's my biggest, uh, my biggest, um, you know, accomplishment to date is making it four years at, a division one program graduating first in your family to graduate right first my family graduate college with a learning disability like serious learning disability i don't know if you guys notice but i can't spell <laughs> at all terrible at it can't do math i have dyscalculia and dyslexia um but yeah i graduated with a learning disability dude um, that's huge man that yeah. is yeah, I remember that being a big deal when you graduated. You made a very like heartfelt post about it, and it was good, dude. Yeah, That's I just cool. like I wanted to make a heartfelt post about it, just because like, I mean, there was like when I graduated high school, like teachers were like, "You should." I remember it being written in my IEP, like probably shouldn't go to college, mm. and I was like, about that. I, to be honest, didn't really want to go to college, but I wanted to keep <laughs> wrestling. So, thing about um, that. yeah. So I think that's one thing. It's just like not quitting seeing the you know just seeing seeing things through mm -hmm. right and i think eventually uh, if you're passionate about something you're gonna figure it out yeah if you actually care about something if you're super passionate about it you will figure it out and if you don't figure it out you'll find something along the way that like you know maybe um like i know a ton of people that like you'll find something related in the industry, right? Like, for example, like if I wanted to be a fighter and wasn't super good at it, maybe I end up with like, you know, doing what you're doing or, um, you know, just finding stuff that's related to it. Right. And, and following your passion. And I, I, one of my, I'm a huge quote guy. Um, one of my favorite quotes, um, you never work a day in like to never work a day in your yeah, life. Yeah. Right. Um, that's when you made it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, um, I feel like I'm at that point in my life. Nice, dude. Where like you know, I'm I teach kids classes, like at, at Stout. I work at Clean Eats. Um, like and I follow my my passions. That's it. I think I'm trying to pull up the exact question so I don't get it wrong because I kind of remember it. But you you almost answered it here. But Brandy asked a question that's super relevant. He said, "What drives Lucas to keep going?" So even though you said like if you if you're passionate about something you're gonna keep doing it, is it just pure passion that drives you? Like where does that come from? I think what drives me to keep going is my own self-doubt. It's a sick I, answer. I think I like proving other people wrong, but I like there's there's a there's a a small like voice in my head that's like you can't fucking do that. And I, and I, I'm like, fuck you. And I keep doing it. Um, and like I said, just my, my ability to see a light, um, where there's only darkness and just go towards it when I don't really, you know, have a reason to, mm -hmm. um, I think that's, that's probably my, 
my best my best attribute my best skill set yeah how do you think that's shaped like your ability to overcome adversity that has that been your whole life like uh, overcoming adversity step by step has led to how it is now or have you always kind of been okay in the fire no it, the the first part yeah, right? yeah. Like, like i i was not okay in the <laughs> fire uh i would i like had i had super bad anxiety i would be uh like scared to talk in front of a class um but one thing i like i knew what skills i needed to do so like i would force myself to do it um you know i think just like knowing what you're bad at and forcing yourself to do it makes you a better person mm -hmm. whether it's you know reading or whatever um you know and like i i could get better at stuff like that um to be more of a well-rounded person um but i think you know the I, I think that that's a that's a big thing it's just like you know putting yourself in the fire as much as possible yeah. and uh you know making yourself uncomfortable which is a super humble approach which flies in the face of your cocky kid persona yeah no i'm yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I i went off brand there for a second <laughs> i know wait wait, wait i'm awesome at everything don't baby face me. i don't even have to hey. try i'm the best i am here we go here's a chance for you to be unhumble if you want another fan question right. you may know this kid as well mr max jarrell wants to know who's got the best superman punch at the gym me but um <laughs> but a close second would be me from south paul no uh, max is uh max dude i nice. love max uh that kid confidence right and uh my favorite thing about max is how unassuming he is oh super dude he looks like a he looks like, like a kid right and he i mean he is but like i just he's i i love that kid yeah love him and i knew when he debuted i was like oh, you guys don't know what he's about to do this kid like he's about to be bad and i max knew mm -hmm. and i could just see it and uh max tells me a lot you know that he looks up to me and like that means the world like i i don't tell him i just i'm I just like yeah yeah bro, but i'm like should. i'm like <laughs> i'm like i'm like damn really that's cool that's, <laughs> that's cool. so cool thanks man <laughs> you think about that and like i mean that's real though like you're inspiring the next generation even though it feels like you just started yourself like do you think about that sometimes like dude i need to lead by example today like i need to do like hold myself to that standard yeah and i think uh i think that's that's something that like i really i put a lot of pressure i like i can put pressure on myself and like i talk about when i have self-doubt one of the the biggest things for me is like look at all the people that believe in you right yeah, look at yeah. look at this team look at your coaches like they like they believe in you like what do you what do you do? and then then i start like going down all right here's what you've done right here's here's your resume here's what you've done there's a reason they believe in you right because you you're in here every day um so i think that's that that's something and like it does it mean it means a lot to me that um a lot of people believe me like that video that the anthony made mm -hmm. like dude that was so cool to like hear how people's perspective um meant a, a lot yeah it meant a lot right and being able to like set yourself apart from you know the the cocky version right and be like damn yeah like look i'm doing something right sure. i got like i'm surrounded by my friends constantly like i'm surrounded by uh 
you know, people I've known since I was 18, um, and people I've met within the year, um, that are willing to like do things for me that I, you know, at times I feel like I don't deserve. And, uh, you know, that's something that a lot of people, you know, don't get, but it has to be earned. And yeah. I, I must've, I must've earned it. Do you think of how the, you started at Immortal, now you're at Stout. I don't even know if it's luck, but the position, I mean, you really couldn't have started at two better gyms. Like, let's be honest. You kind of nailed that aspect of like surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. Um, I believe, you know, I'm not like a super religious person. Um, but I think that everything happens kind of for a reason. I think you meet certain people at certain times in your life. And I also think that like certain people are meant to, you know, introduce you to other stuff. Mm -hmm. That ex girlfriend is why I came out here. I ended up at Pittsburgh. Couldn't have been a better place. Like, mm -hmm. thank God that happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, uh, I think, you know, just just being able to look at things in a positive light, like, you know, I did spend time in a, like my time introduced to MMA. Most people's is like in a crappy gym mine was matt brown and mark coleman <laughs> yeah right like i and then i end up at stout and i'm i couldn't have been set up with two better two better coaches but like more than anything people mm -hmm. um like like i can't explain how like there's nobody in the world i look up to more than mike wilkins other than maybe my father and just like who he is as a man is more important to me and like being able to just surround yourself um and same same with will like i look up to will a lot as well um and just like you have that uh that connection with people like you don't you don't like let it go yeah you know what i mean you 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 stay the course yeah and pittsburgh in general man like whether it was stout or the map factory or india or the academy the people like, in this area right are insane yeah. like it's it's not like it's not the like the fighting they're great competitors um but like yeah you look at people like like i just said like um like mike right isaac mm -hmm. chris dempsey like th they're all good people they do the right things outside of the gym and like ultimately i want to be somebody that's looked at you know like yeah lucas is a good fighter um but i like i went into the gym got my free trial and like he walked up and said hi to me right mm -hmm. i don't need a token like, yeah, I, like i don't i don't i don't need that but like that's what that's what i would rather have like when it comes down to it like yeah i, I want to you know maybe i want to get to the ufc i want to win a belt i want to do all these cool things but like if i'm a piece of shit i what does it matter exactly. right? if people talk bad about me when i leave a room then it's worth it's worthless What's it worth? but yeah, I, it, sure. as much as people hate me um for whatever reason they don't know me um, and that's something I, I was able to kind of realize is like the people that are actually around me for the most part, have a lot of positive things to say about yeah, me. For sure, dude. And obviously we don't want you to leave Pittsburgh, but it does lead yeah, right not. into another fan question. It's not even a fan question. You just straight up know this guy. You're, you're this, is your boy, Cam Fontenot. He said, when is Lucas going to come back down to Texas and visit with the homies? Oh yeah. Uh, so Cam Fontenot is he's he'd actually be the guy that introduced me to the gym i came in during covid um and uh you know trained and at the time i that that was when i met warren and the the cool thing about like how i am in pittsburgh is like i've been around like 
like certain guys don't know how long I, like i've seen justin for probably like four years oh wow. right i, and he, I don't even that. i have long hair like yeah. people that people probably don't even like remember me being in a room when i was um that's I, like vince mang who i'm really close with now i was talking i was like i remember the first time i met you um shaka was beat me up he beat the <laughs> shit out of me and vince vince was like what are you doing here and i was like ethan hayes brought me and he was like what are you? I was like, I wrestle at WV. He was like, Oh, yeah, then wrestle. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you. And now they, I, I think it's perfect because like that's me and Vince's relationship. I remember it was Vince and Jonas at the corner right next to the fan where Shock always spars. Uh, I would have been twenty. That's crazy, yeah. dude. And uh, you know, just getting introduced to people, like just surrounding yourself with super good people at the time for me. And you know, Morgantown was Ethan Hayes, um, <laughs> who introduced me to all the people up here. But Cam, uh, yeah. Uh, they got killers out there. Uh, Kyle Todrank, do you see him? He won submission of the year for Fury. He made his pro I debut, won by Twister nice. against, I believe, a black belt. That's a way to do it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they're they're talking crap against each other. Yeah. And then uh, James Ford, also a Columbus boy, wrestled. Um, they both wrestled at Purdue. They met each other at Purdue. Nice. They moved out to Houston. Kind of found a similar relationship uh, with their coaches That's to what I have with Mike and Will. I almost moved out to Houston. Um, I, I was deciding nice. between Houston and Pittsburgh and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of already here Yeah, yeah. and, uh, stayed, lived with Miguel for a little while. Nice dude. Ended up where I'm at. What's the gym in Houston? What gym is that? A uh, war training center. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. War. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. It's a, it's like a underrated gym, right? I think it's kind of similar to like Marquez, right? Uh -huh. Marquez is finally yeah, making yeah. their, like, they were just on joe rogan right for of both course, of them yeah. so like that that now they're gonna that be like put oh them right. on the map big yeah time. yeah um but war is kind of like I, I think in like two to three years like they're gonna have some guys that are like really cool and you know we, you talk about networking like that's a cool couple of relationships i still oh, talk to sure, those guys dude. josh walker um seven and one i believe pro um yeah solid yeah he's a 135 pounder yeah well, dude, the sky the sky is truly the limit. Like being a part of the journey from the beginning is sick. I'll say that. And, like we're honored to ho host your pro debut. I know you got options. I know, man. Like Lucas Siebert's got options. So thank you for trusting us with it, man. That means a lot for real because it we're nothing without the fighters. Like I say that to Ryan all the time, to Jim all the time, to Danny Palm all the time. Like why do everybody says like Hunter's like really fighter friendly, right? Why am I fighter friendly? Because a I like you guys, and b we don't exist if fighters don't exist. I get that. So, like, there is a way. There's a balance to everything. But, like, having you be a part of that journey does mean a lot, man. And, and trusting us with this. Oh, wait. We got another Selena Joe Duffy with a question. Before he goes, ask him how excited he is to meet baby Jagger after he wins his debut. Oh, my gosh. My uh, nephew uh, was born. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, my nephew was born on January 24th. A month before my pro debut um so congrats to time. wyatt and megan siebert um yeah man i uh i was on the the radio in columbus and i i said that i know I'm, it meant a lot to to megan wyatt and man i'm super like just another aspect of life that you're just like man i'm grateful you know mm -hmm. seeing those pictures of of my brother seeing my brother hold hold his baby for the first time it's just like you know, and, and you have to miss out on stuff like that. Like, it really bothers me that I wasn't there. Um, 
but uh you know that's that's some of the things that come with you know fighting it's gonna happen man when you're on a path like this any pro fighter any any we were actually just talking about like owning a business this morning with brandy like you're gonna miss some stuff if you have a high goal if you have high ambitions it's part of the game ryan put it perfectly he said everybody wants the end result but they don't want what it takes to get there and it's like you can't you can't yeah. have the end result yeah you gotta the there's yeah. uh yeah, there's a lot in between. Brandy's a, a I I like Brandy a lot. I never had met him, and then we're in the car, and he's filming me and stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I like you. Oh, like, yeah, he's, he's super super cool, dude. Couldn't um, be more of a chill guy. Yeah, but crazy talented, dude. So good at what so he does. So talented. The amount yeah. of compliments I got on that video, um, people just like, dude, who did you use? Um, yeah, I'm plugging him like crazy, bro. And uh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I think he, he deserves it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and for sure. I'm, man. I'm the biggest fan of my friends. Like, yes. I'm, yeah, dude, you and Cowboy Eddie share that a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. what, when he said that on the podcast yep. and I looked at kind of how he just, you know, does stuff, I was mm -hmm. like, I like that a lot. Like, I, I'm the biggest fan of my friends. Like, if you, you're like, who are your favorite fighters? I'd be like, Britton Bickhart. <laughs> right. Like, it's that, that's how it should be. Uh, I think, and you know, I could probably tell you every record of every fighter on the style team. Um, nice. They wouldn't, you Do know, it. think no, it. They wouldn't think <laughs> it, but like, I'm the biggest fan of my friends and my coaches and people I surround myself with. But how couldn't I be? You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. What you guys got going on there's special for sure, man. And the larger Pittsburgh scene is special right now for sure. Like we said, it's on the cusp of being like flooded with pros. And flooded with all this new talent you recruiting guys like j ram and luke martin like that's huge i've heard stories about both of them and even though they haven't fought for us yet or hopefully in the future they will but yeah. like yeah yeah i want to see i want to see what both of them got <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah they'll be around <laughs> they'll, they'll be, be around they'll uh, be i think we're you know the stout fight team is uh it's it's gonna be something big I, I see it being something big, like talking to Mike. He kept calling it our, our sophomore year. And I was like, what does that mean? And he posted a couple of times. I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, I feel like we're just entering our sophomore year. Mm -hmm. um, like we're like young. Yeah. And I was like, and then like, you know, you get older and eventually like, you know, you start to get there and then we're rookies, right? We're in the big, the big yeah, leagues. Right. We're rookies. Right. Uh, and it is, like and he 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 said something to me um that like i'm kind of like the first uh, i'm gonna be like mason the last made his pro debut mm -hmm. but he's kind of like in the the like past generation kind of like a little bit mm -hmm. um like i'm like the first one to go pro in the big organization not you know, Brittany was supposed to but you know like like we're just like you know we're starting off a new a new squad um full of killers and we're like all very passionate and all fans of each other which yeah. is what matters most heck yeah dude you had to remind us about brit though yeah dude she's the hardest person to match ever yeah for us at least like in my experience brit bickhart people don't want the smoke so um, i might I just like film a video of her just getting beat up like that's what just you have her like yes. have her like like get Please. some like buddy off the street and be like hey brit just saw just let them yeah. let them yeah, wax let it, you. Let, let them wax you. Just, <laughs> just like Jess, just beating the crap out of her. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
Do it, Jess. Do it, Jess Elizabeth. Go terrible. Yeah, we're like, oh, Brittany's really not that good, actually. <laughs> Do you want to see the video from training? This is yeah, terrible. This is... <laughs> yeah, dude. But that's, yeah, it's stout. Like, like you said, stout's on the come up. When we look at, like, India, the academy had a really good year last year. Obviously, the math factory doesn't stop churning yeah. out new guys. It's pretty special in Pittsburgh right now, dude. Yeah, it, 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 it seems like something that is about to blow up yeah right it seems like i think we'll get fighters through to big big organizations for sure in the I next totally two agree. to three years totally like a agree. lot like i think it'll be like a multitude like like for like sure yeah five yeah dude maybe, maybe i mean more even a guy like mateo who lives in ohio now but he's a pittsburgh guy like he grew up 15 minutes from this venue in murraysville and he's now three and oh like his teammates in the ufc dylan budka so it's like they oh got yeah the blueprint. i know dylan yeah yeah, that's I know Mateo's Dylan's teammate. Yeah, yeah, I know. I met Dylan before he was in the UFC. Uh, well, I guess that's not he wrestled at Ohio State. No, Ohio he wrestled State? at he uh, Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame College. I met him. Terrible. He was cutting weight for something, and I wrestled with. I was like nice. wrestling with him to help him cut weight. Nice. He would not remember me whatsoever. I was training for my Miami debut. Nice. It would have been like July of 2022. That's hilarious. All these people who have been around you but just don't know. Yeah, like a. I guess like a you just, sponge. You've just been there in the yeah. weeds, bro. Yeah. You've just been like in the that. weeds. Ryan said post-training videos with Britt throwing awful punches. Yeah. That's a good idea. I feel like he just did that on purpose. <laughs> I feel like there that was a, a loaded thing. <laughs> um Lucas Seward. You got that spidey sense going on. That spidey sense going on there. Stirring the pot a little bit from from the IG chat. I'm just saying, I don't I don't know if there's any stirring going on or not there, but it was said. (laughs) But dude, like obviously you're turning pro February 24th, but like I was where I was at first gonna go with that. It's like having Mateo on the card too. Yeah. Having Cowboy Eddie versus Hoot. Darusi versus Walters is like title. Dude, that fight's good dude Darusi. Darusi's he, he, he's good his striking's legitimately very very good um that fight i was like oh damn like before he got the knockout and i was like oh damn <laughs> yeah uh yeah i think that fight's sick i think uh eddie and hoots a really good fight um I it it's it, and I like Walters a lot. Walters debuted, oh, I think. Too, with I, well, I think he debuted with me, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, uh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I would see like I, even as a fan, like I just yeah. I wish I could just watch as a fan for, for some sure. of these fights. He just, did, but wait, did he fight? He fought Jordan Snow on that card. Yeah, you're right. He won, and then he fought who on 14 for your second fight. You yeah, guys yeah, were on the same card for that one too. Nice. Yeah. Walters yeah, dude, versus he, Hoot was a bang. He won the fan vote. Yeah, dude. Did he like mount a comeback? I was like, ah, oh, we're good. Here's what happened. One of his friend, or maybe been two. One or two of his friends were. They voted like a hundred times. Hey, man. Hey, I love it. Listen. Hey, I'm game. I'm game. I love it. that. I was telling people. Support I was like, I, I was like, yeah, you can't do. I was like, you can't do that. Just like. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even do that. <laughs> Bro, do it. Like, I was like, I, I didn't think that. I thought you could only do it from one email. How many emails totally did they fair. make? <laughs> so we took the email restriction off like a day in because 
people Bro. couldn't figure it out. There were so many people messaging. I wish me I would have like, known that. How I do I vote? I would have won by a lot. Yeah, there was yeah. one person that put Where's my trophy? Well over just one. Votes. I get that trophy. Yeah, you'll get it. For sure. <laughs> I should have. Why didn't it I bring, bring it in for the show? I, it should have been. Like, dude, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's in my truck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, that that was that was cool. It was cool, like you know, just like being up there with with uh like like they were all, you know, it it, it was cool. It, it was it was dope. And then James, um, yeah. you know, and I think me and James kind of like split a couple boats i'm sure yeah and i think like one like look this out we have two people up for amateur fighter of the year dude crazy, that's dude. sick crazy if that's 50 percent i told you guys i wasn't good at math. i was just gonna say what's look up with that, that dude you said not good two out of four that's 50 percent you had a chance to like say 25 or like just be hilarious there too yeah. like <laughs> I, to I told you no i, I want to prove i want to prove that i know it's it. good oh hey you just said proving people wrong is your favorite thing yeah there you go yeah. that's beautiful dude well February twenty fourth, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the good people loose on this one because I feel like we've been going for actually an hour forty. This is a good good time. Oh wow, hour okay. 40. That went fast, dude. Wait, I feel it's like it always fast. goes fast when I'm talking to you. Good, dude. Same, yeah. same, brother. Feelings yeah. are definitely mutual there. I'm sorry. I hate this. Is I just want to throw this out there on the podcast because I was doing it. I hate like being on my phone during a podcast because I I feel like the person. Yeah, like, are you paying dude, attention, dude? When like, you I'm were just you were scrolling comments, at I'm one like, point, and I was like, damn. I see. I told you. I was trying to find I those questions. I was, I was... Yes, I would. Ryan said, "Wait, you didn't give him his trophy." Ryan, this is going to surprise you, but I did not really plan for that. There was a lack of planning on my part. That's going to surprise Ryan a lot when I say that. Trust me, he's going to be like, "Wait, this is the first time you have ever not planned is something." Sarcasm. A little bit. There's a little spidey, bit. The spidey, there's, a, there's the yeah. Siebert spidey sense again. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty on point today. <laughs> but yeah, dude, obviously pro debut is huge, but th that card is like a microcosm of what we're talking about with Pittsburgh about to blow up. Yeah. When you see how stacked that card is and even the Amis, like the level of Ami. Dude, the fight we just announced today, Noah Gaudiello versus Joey Klein, like those dudes are savages. The fact that that's happening like might it's pro i don't know if it's the first fight of the night yet we haven't finalized the order but like could be how like, many that level insane so how many of the fights are are newcomer fights and how many are advanced ami would be a good thing to look at good how question. you're there's a progressing, lot of, yeah there's a mean? lot more advanced ami now yeah because sure. when i got on it was like hey everybody's wearing shin guards yeah there's gonna be one no shin guard and then we're pro. Yep. yep right and exactly. then like now you look at it and you got we got what yeah. five advanced Sammy on this one, I think. Four. Yeah, Four it's five. a good way to look at it. Yeah, dude. Progressing and like it, it a lot of those amateurs, like I, I know Ryan's like, and he's right, right? Like a lot of people are gonna fall off. Mm -hmm. Um there's a, I, like the four people particularly, I I see all at least making pro debuts yeah. and like yep. you know, really trying to trying to do it. They all seem passionate about For it. Sure, I think dude. that's one one thing that's really big. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan said Hunter always goes fast. Thanks, Ryan. That's nice. That was what a what a juvenile joke, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Will Morier already Mori already in the chat. Nice dude. What up? He just got his win. Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's go. That was sick. Uh, made his opponent tap to strikes. What you do not see that is a very dominant in back mount. A lot of inappropriate jokes I could say, but I'm just gonna leave it. Let Ryan make them. Yeah, clearly Ryan. that's where his head's at. <laughs> that's yeah. a good win dude it was sick dude and like Happy for him. yeah i mean look i mean i it, it's it's super super cool to see people you know do what they're passionate about and yes. win and like 
you know, seeing Will at the gym after he won. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So happy for him. Do you get more excited for your teammates winning than you do yourself winning? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, me, myself. <laughs> no, I, I'd be lying. That's good. I'd be lying. That's good. There are there are very certain people where it's like it it means the world, and you just get that like man that sense of pride. Yes, where you're just like fucking did for it, sure bro. like for i sure. yeah and it i i do get way more scared that's what i was gonna say Dude, you get i get more terrified. nervous watching them fight i i hate it i don't know how how i don't think i can ever be an mma coach i do it's that's so scary i've been in corners and i'm just like this. yeah i know <laughs> the stress being a like a fighter spouse is the one that always kills me. Like if you had to watch yeah, your wife or your husband bro. in there, like, no, 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 yeah, not happening. I couldn't do that either. Oh my God. Unbelievable. But yeah, I, the teammate thing is just like, I don't know. I really care about my teammates and Hell yeah. it's like watching them. God, <laughs> that's awesome. Though, yeah. That's how you, it should be. I haven't had to see Brittany fight live, but I don't know that that's going to be a rough one for me. Oh, I mean, Cross, cross your fingers on that one. Yeah, I hope I get cross to see her fight live. Yeah, for real. In the grandma division, <laughs> Masters, yeah. MMA Masters division. Britt's 58 years old by the time we can match her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she'll get matched. She'll get matched. Nah, yeah. So, something's, a... yeah, something's coming for her. Put yeah. those vibes out to the universe. Yeah. Match Britt. For sure. Yeah, dude. February 24th. Get those tickets. Support Lucas yep. or support Jake Zach. Don't do what? that. Uh, <laughs> no, don't support Jake Zach. Support me um and buy my tickets my link the link is in my bio to buy tickets and i'm gonna put on a show you want to shout out your socials or sponsors or oh anything? yeah i want to uh uh like big big thank you to uh clean eats um my biggest sponsor um i have a lot uh, a lot of sponsors um for this fight but clean eats like really really helped me out um follow me on social media um at sukas liebert it's my name switch the letters it's kind of ironic um but yeah just uh i appreciate i appreciate everybody i appreciate when you know everything i get from people they love they the people that used to hate me to love me you know, yep yep it's, it's awesome the climb continues dude pro debut we're stoked you heard the man get your tickets let's do this thing thanks for watching everybody appreciate you chilling with us for an hour 45 or so that was a good one yeah let's yeah let's go it was sick Thanks, man. See you guys in February.